Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. Time now for the Six Rings post-game show. Breaking down everything Patriots with Nick Fitzy Stevens and Andy Hart. The Six Rings post-game show is co-sponsored by Zudi. Build any application your company needs in one week. Visit ZUDY.com for your free trial. By the New England Recovery Center in Marlboro, Mass., where recovery is possible. By your local New England Kubota tractor dealers. By Northeast Electrical, where pros need pros at Needco.com by Catches Law Group, the personal injury pros at CatchesLaw.com, and by Anderson Windows and your local Anderson Windows dealer. Now, here's Fitzy and Hart on WEEI. Sunday, Monday, happy days. Tuesday, Wednesday, happy days. Thursday, Friday, happy days. days. The weekend comes, my cycle humps. Is Bailey going to start next Sunday? These days are on. Boyer got hurt. Here comes Zappy. Oh, Happy Zappy rejoins the rest of the Six Rings postgame show here on WEEI and the WEEI Sports Radio Network. You can join us at 617-779-7937. Listen to us on the Odyssey app. The text line is open at 37937. And our socials at WEEI, at FitzyGFY, and at Jumbo Heart. Yes, sir. Andy Hart, it appears as though you have something you would like to share from social media. So there's a lot of talk about the spot and, you know, go for the win and Bailey Zappi's young and maybe playing not to win, lose, blah, blah, blah. Do we have something from the surrender index? No, I just want to give you some perspective on the spot that Bailey Zappi was in. Bailey Zappi is the first player ever, big E, big V, big E, big R. So uh, all capitalized for emphasis. To make his NFL debut as a visitor at Lambeau Field and throw a TD pass in that game. See? He was on a heater. Belichick should have trusted him to go for it there. So he was going to be the first to throw two TD passes in his NFL debut at Lambeau Field. No, he was going to be the first quarterback to be a third stringer and make his debut at Lambeau Field and get the win by beating A.A. Ron Rodgers. Yeah, I just think, you know, you also need to understand the perspective of the spot. But that doesn't change the ability. Huge moment. No, all y'all are being critical of one. Oh, fourth and five, you should have gone for it. No, no. Second, second and five was I when you go for it. second and five. And that would... is where the rubber met the road. Okay, well, you may not have had a fourth and five had you gone for it on second and five. Nothing gets by you. No, nothing. You are Tony Romo-esque in your analysis. By the way, this Take hour uh, this hour of the Six Rings postgame show, if my rude co-host will allow for a sponsor's read, the Six Rings postgame show this hour is brought to you by Unified Office and their revenue-producing restaurant phone technology. <laughs> Unified, something you and I are not. <laughs> All right, Andy, let's do it. Let's do a little thumbs-up, thumbs-down on the night. Uh, the players that popped and the players who did not. Let's start because it is a moral victory Sunday, uh, which will trend right into a moral victory Monday. We want to try to stay upbeat. We want to be happy. We want to look to the positive side of things that hopefully the Patriots will be able to gain and build uh, off the momentum from tonight's thrilling yet difficult defeat. 
And the oh Chiefs my are absolutely God. taking the Tampa Bay Buccaneers to the woodshed. Patrick Mahomes just put a Madden-esque, and I mean the video game-like play, where he rolled right, spun around, avoided a tackler, ran forward a little bit more, and then underhand pitched it into the end zone for like a two-yard touchdown pass. Highlight real crap. Holy moly. Look at this guy. Look at, Yep, spin move, and then, yeah. You know what he did? He did one of those, when you're at the carnival... And you're try or at the arcade, and you're trying to yeah. You're not really the, shooting. Score the little like, basketball as often as you can. You just do like quick shot, quick yep. shot. He just he did that for it to the corner to Edwards Hilaire, who has two touchdowns. It's twenty-one to three. Yes, Chiefs. So wow. let's start with the thumbs up Ooh, here in boy. positive six rings post game show. Thumbs up. Two thumbs up. Two. Yeah, two thumbs up. I am going to give every thumb I have, which is only two. Obviously, I can use mm-hmm. my toes. Maybe get the panda bear with the opposable thumb to also give me a thumbs up. Bailey Zappi. I don't know how you can not start there. What I just read, first ever to they it opened in 1957. No one's ever made their debut debut as a visitor at Lambeau Field and thrown a touchdown. He did that. He did have a turnover on the fumble, the the strip sack, which I wouldn't put on him. I would uh, put no, elsewhere. The, the person we'll that we're going to rename the thumbs down uh, list after. But, you know, first and foremost, I thought he looked comfortable. They had some issues. You could actually argue that he threw a touchdown pass on a uh, delay of gameplay. Um, but they didn't call it, so therefore it is not a penalty. And the referees, therefore, deserve a spot on the thumbs-up list as well. Yeah, they were pretty bad. They <laughs> screwed God. up a lot of things. Like, I thought Aaron Rodgers was absolutely down when he spun out of a sack. Um, Correct. We lost 10 yards in, on that in, one. In overtime. Because he went, um, he went uh, the back of the his back hand of his down hand while he was down. holding the ball. It's supposed to be only the palm of your hand or the bottom of your feet. Yeah. And uh, so they screwed that up. But Bailey's I demand happy. an investigation. Where's Ted Wells? Number 97 on offense. Yeah, yeah number 97, 97 on offense. And then they changed it. So th- they had some <laughs> issues. Demarcus Mitchell. Who's focus a on the positives linebacker. here. <laughs> Bailey Zappi um, thrown into Lambeau Field and that whole thing. And I thought did about as good a job as you could have expected. And we don't know. Like, they were conservative. I don't know what he would have done if you had asked him to throw it 20, 22 times, 24 times, whatever, if you had opened it up a little bit. You know me. I kind of like Bailey Zappi. I'm intrigued by what I've seen so far and uh, certainly remain intrigued after that performance at Lambeau. Who's got two thumbs and is the best at everything? This guy. <laughs> He's such an idiot. <laughs> That's Christian Fourier. That's our guy. Know. Yeah, Fourier, you done with the post game? You calling in? Yeah, I'm calling you out. He's probably drunk this week. Um, So after that, I would go to the two running backs and the Mm -hmm. running game. Yes. Kind of as a group. Two-headed monster. Damian Harris. Well, it's really a seven-headed monster. Damian Harris, Ramondre Stevenson, and the five guys up front. Because I did think Trent Brown, for whatever reason, got a bee in his bonnet. And when Trent Brown is motivated at... Six foot seven, three. Hell four, hath no fury pounds. like the man mountain that is Trent Brown if he is motivated. And so that ground game got going, and that was a key factor for you. I think you rushed for eighty, just over eighty plus yards for Harris, uh, Harris and just over sixty plus yards for Stevenson. Um, so I thought that was a key as. First of all, we thought that was going to be a key aspect of Brian Hoyer. <laughs> Never mind when Bailey Zappi comes in. You, We thought, I said, I think on the Six Rings preview we did, the yep. podcast, if you don't rush for a buck 50 or a buck 70, you don't have a shot in Hades. Like, no. that has to be a part of your game plan. And also, shout and out was. to the offensive line as well. Uh, when Pete Bukowski from the Locked On Packers podcast joined us for the preview, he said, watch out for Kenny Clark. He's been uh, an absolute pass-rushing monster and playing yep. like a man on fire and possessed at that. They neutralized him today pretty well. The pass protection, save for the person we will rename the thumbs down list after momentarily, was actually pretty rock solid yep. today. Yep. So I, I thought that was good. Um, 
you know, and interestingly, this guy doesn't get on the thumbs up list, but David Andrews, the one time you saw David Andrews and Kenny Clark was when Kenny Clark was losing his mind um, and cheap shot in the back of the head. And you know when you usually do that as a defensive lineman? When you're having a slow day, like when you're being frustrated, frustrated, when you're being blocked. And I think that was a frustration foul, as they would say in the NBA on Kenny Clark against uh, David Andrews there. So um, the and. I personally, this is what I did. You can call me a, a, a cheap shot, whatever, take the easy way out guy mm-hmm. on com. I put the defense because I thought the defense fought the good fight all night as a whole. Undermanned. Mm. I okay, thought, the whole defense? I mean, there, yeah. there are players. That- well, no, no, no. There was one that made it. Indiv- one individual made it. But as a whole, I thought the entire defense fought the good fight for whatever it is, 70 minutes, mm-hmm. and weren't always in good positions, but and and certainly didn't have their best players on the field due to injuries. We talked about it. Lawrence Guy out, Jalen Mills out, mm-hmm. two key cogs out there, and then at various times had players on the field that I know a lot of fans wouldn't really want on the field. We'll get to some of that in the thumbs-down category. Mm-hmm. Um, but I thought the whole defense scrapped and clawed. Now, the face of that, would be Jack Jones, because Jack Jones pick six, a rarity. Apparently Aaron Rodgers has four in his career. Four total. That would, This was the second pick six at Lambeau Only Field. Only four in his long, illustrious career. Yes. Imagine that. Uh, well, he takes care of the football. He doesn't really get loose with the football too often. I think that's one of the things that Belichick likes about him, is he gave him his read him his love letter about being too accurate, too smart, knowing too much about football in Bill Belichick's uh, postgame show. About how long did that run? A couple minutes? I don't know. Uh, Jack Jones, the pick six, the thing I found most interesting, he broke so well on the throw that he actually had to reach back and catch it. It was behind him. He (laughs) almost overran it and then, you know, had an easy jaunt to the end zone. He also had a forced fumble, fumble recovery. Um, And Bill actually sort of um, honestly, I thought, in the postgame when asked about Jack Jones, Mm -hmm. um, kind of said what I say about him, like he makes plays. Yeah, there's some other times where he kind of gives up plays. Like, he is an exciting young player, aggressive. Um, for some reason, had a white hoodie on. Don't really understand why he had a white hoodie on on this night in Green Bay. the conditions looked uh, Beautiful. quintessentially autumnal, just absolutely <laughs> gorgeous out there. Let me ask you this. The way Jack Jones has played, or the way he's coming on right now, mm. do you think J.C. Jackson, for 36 times the price, would be playing any better? Uh, I, I, I don't know. Well, this is sports radio, so it's a fair question. Yeah, I do. I think J.C. Jackson's a better player right now. You do? Now, at some point, would you say, oh, well, we finally got this guy to play at that level, and it took 10 games, 12 games, 20 games, whatever, and now we're still only halfway through his rookie deal, and mm-hmm. this is a great value? Yeah, that, that could happen. I think when healthy, he, J.C. Jackson's not healthy. He's coming off that ankle surgery. Mm-hmm. Um, he's a better player, and he's a better playmaker. I think Jack Jones has shown More than enough potential where you're excited and excited right now for me to say, when does he become your number one corner? That would be the next step for me. Forget all pro, pro bowl type player, anything like that. This is a secondary that lacks a number one corner. Jalen Mills is miscast in that role. A thousand percent. Your boys at PFF have him as the worst graded corner in the National Football League. John Jones is rated, or previous, uh, prior to today, I should say, rather, as the top rated corner ridiculous. this season so far. I mean, That's ridiculous. ridiculous. And it's it'll be over after today. After today, yes. Well, he's also be. Play- Actually, I never assume with them. He's also playing out of spot. He's not an outside yes, corner. and he's that's the guy. problem. That's why I think if Jack Jones could ever solidify, even let's just say he's a starting outside corner. Not number one or, or go-to, whatever, cover guy. If Jack Jones evolves into a starting outside corner, 
that is a big step forward for the secondary. Andy, there's got to be one more person on your thumbs up list. Uh, Marcus Jones. Marcus oh, yeah, Jones. Fine. fine. I mean, that's How his many, job. Multiple. Well, you could say the same thing about everyone. It's Jack Jones's job to defend passes, try to pry fumbles loose, he pick was off passes. He was good. Marcus Jones was excellent tonight. Yeah, he was. Good. You and I have been banging the drum and yes. pitching here at the radio station and wherever else anyone will hear us, read us, etc. Please get Miles Bryant a out of the. Sorry, nice person, but like he stinks. He's just not very good at football. And, or he's just, or he's just a little too slow for some of these speedy receivers that he's asked to cover. Yes, but he's not good at fielding punts. Well, he's, he's that's not his fault. Several, he shouldn't have been back. He shouldn't there. be back there. So why did they wait until this week? That being said, we got a full first full dose of Marcus Jones. He's good. as primary kick returner and punt returner. He was electric. Yeah, multiple good. times he put the Patriots almost in scoring range. Yes. Like twenty and thirty yard returns look to be the norm. Now I don't know the PFF grades of. Green Bay special teams units, but what I do know is I saw someone who's shifty, who's quick, he's got that twitch. Hell, it might even make a nice slot receiver one day because, of course, he scored touchdowns, as we've gone over a million times, four different ways at college, and one of them was receiving. Before we go to the break, we'll come back with thumbs down. Sean's in Worcester. He's got a question for us, Andy, on Six Rings. What's up, Sean? Hey, what's up, Mike? I just wanted to know why didn't they let uh, Zappy throw more? to loosen up the defense so that they could get the running game going more because they knew, Green Bay knew when they that when he came in they were they weren't he wasn't going to be throwing the ball and he would you know they were just going to try and run it because so they didn't they didn't because they didn't need to I mean the way they played it yeah, they but, went overtime he had some nice throws he had some really nice throws when he had to. Yeah, I mean, I'm not sure he ever had to. That's why he had some nice throws. I think they did a good job managing it. And again, he's a fourth-round rookie who hasn't gotten many reps since training camp in the preseason and is about as green as green can be. Yeah, but still, Green Bay had the worst running attack in football, and if the Patriots had the best, and if if you had the throw the ball because once uh, Hoyer went out, all of a sudden you see everybody loading the box and they, the Patriots couldn't run like they usually do. All right, thank you so Mutt much. Mutt here. Thank you so much. Uh, Mutt here on the Six Rings post Oh, I'll be show. bringing that up tomorrow when I'm on with Mutt. <laughs> Speaking of a loaded box. Mutt, bo- I didn't know you were doing the uh, postgame show with me now. Speaking of a loaded box, I think Sean may have been able to finish that. A... He emptied the box of wine. <laughs> I was just thinking. <laughs> yeah. Mud here. Did you like? I actually I had think no they, issue. I had no other issue with than that. the 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 game on the line, right. overtime, yep. second, third, and fourth down. Let's say that three mm-hmm. play window. I think they managed it pretty well. Mm-hmm. They managed to get into overtime with a team that I don't think should have been in overtime with the Packers today. Like Mm-mm. they were undermanned. The talent, like on the road, rookie QB. They managed it pretty well. Can we expect this effort from the Patriots more regularly now? You think? Is this the kind of effort they're going to put up, or was a lot of this, did a lot of the effort that they brought to the field tonight come from the world is picking against us, everyone doubts us, no one's giving us a chance, we got the backup, everyone's been up our proverbial you-know-what all off-season long, we're about to show up and show up. Well, I think some of it, that's always been the backup QB thing. Like, everybody feels like, I need to do 10% more, I need to do 5% more, I need to do more of my share because we don't have our leader, our quarterback, and Mac was that. Regardless of how he was playing, mm-hmm. Mac is the franchise QB and you're going to the backup. So, yeah, I do think there's something to that, and I don't know if you can continue to do that week after week. I don't know if you're going to have to. 
We don't just, I mean, we have no idea when Mac is coming back. Nope. Or if he's wanted back. <laughs> I know. I'm, I'm very curious. I'm very curious as to how much, like, love, the way people might fall in love temporarily with Zappy this week and just be like, I want to see this kid some more. Put him in. Put him in. Zappy's the future right here. Let's do it. Like He didn't throw any picks. I know. Well, obviously not. He only was allowed to throw the ball 14 times. You yourself said earlier that it was quite the conservative restraint that they showed in allowing him to sling it out there. He threw it 15 times, and on the 15th, he tried to throw a pick. Good point. (laughs) Good point. Almost did. I know. I still wish they allowed him to try. I I wish they allowed him to throw a 16th time on second and five. Maybe that would have been the 15th. Who knows? It would have been at that point. That's how numbers work. Pats. Yeah, right. Shut up. Pats lose 27-24 to the Packers. We're talking about it here with you. We're processing, of course, Patriots coach Bill Belichick will be on the Greg Hill Show tomorrow morning. You're not going to want to miss that. That's going to be a uh, real chipper one tomorrow. Lots of great guests all week long here. Greg Hill Show starts at 6 a.m. tomorrow. You can listen here at 93.7 or on the Odyssey app. More thumbs down from Andy Hart when we come back. Your calls and everything else that goes into the Six Rings postgame show. Pat's Packers edition here on the Zap Zap Zappiest station in town. W-E-E-I. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. We're back to the Six Rings postgame show on WEEI. Listen, this is a New England team that's not as bad as their record. They're 1-3. They're obviously incredibly well coached. Brian only played, I think, what, a series or two series. And then the third guy comes in. Obviously, Max dealing with an injury. So this is a game we had to win, for sure. I mean, you can't can't be 2-2, two and two, losing to a third-string quarterback and, uh, and not playing great in all three phases. So we had to have this one. That doesn't take anything away from the joy of winning, but this is the one we had to have. Packers quarterback Aaron Rodgers talking about the third guy. Bailey Zappi is his name. Put some respect on that name, Captain Ayahuasca, Mr. Tovid, immunized. The third guy comes in. Bailey Zappi, the third guy, almost came in and beat your ass at your home stadium today. Actually, he had a pick six, only the second time he's ever thrown one at Lambeau. Only one of four all time. And did you tell me during the break, Andy Hart? I did. That the Packers had gone, what was it, 13 straight games without a turnover? 13 home games. Home games. At Lambeau without a giveaway. And the Patriots had two takeaways in this game, both courtesy of the aforementioned thumbs up Jack Jones. Jack Jones. Before we get to the thumbs down, because what goes up definitely has to come down, a couple of quick things on the socials I would like to run by you. 
First, this one from our pal, Chris Mason from Mass Live, who was on the Six Rings podcast this week. Buddy old pal. Kendrick Bourne credited the coaching staff for splitting reps 50-50 between Hoyer and Zappi this week. There wasn't a shock to the system when Zappi had to take over. They were ready. Hmm. Did you have any idea that, A, they had split reps between the two 50-50, so that must have meant if Hoyer, Brian Hoyer, all over the place like he did in Kansas City, they might have been ready to put Zappi in. And is this also going to get Kendrick Bourne another trip to the doghouse that he released too much insider information? That is certainly possible, 100%. Why does this guy just keep getting out over his conversational skis? Because he doesn't fit here. Like, his mentality and his emotion. I like the guy. Every time, Look, he's a playmaker. But I don't know that his emotion and mentality and everything fit here. Uh, It does not necessarily surprise me, and no, I do not read into it, that... They potentially were getting Zappy ready to play in terms of quick hook for Hoyer. Mm-hmm. I think it was, holy crap, he's a play away. we yeah. got to try to catch him up, get him up to speed. And Hoyer isn't going to be hurt by it because Hoyer has been in this system, well, has been with this team three times and has been in this offense ish for a long time and knows it and has all the experience. And Zappy, and, and it paid off, I think. You didn't want to go. You didn't want to go in with the normal backup reps for Zappy. I don't think to this game, and I don't think he would have been as ready if he hadn't gotten a few extra reps. And this one from uh, Mark Daniels, friend of the station from the Providence Journal. How about this one, Andy? This this one will get uh, quote unquote my people fired up as the Patriots put forth one whale of an effort today. Uh, the Patriots are one and three for the ninth time in franchise history. The last two times were last season where they made the playoffs. And, you ready for this? In 2001, when they won the Super Bowl. Yeah, I know. Fire up the duck boats. Uh, bet anything you want. <laughs> Book the tickets to Atlanta now? Yeah. No, no, no. Excuse me, Arizona. All right, sorry. I'll go to Atlanta instead. I think you could I should probably book, go to Arizona. If then. you want to go take a vacation in January to Atlanta, I think you'll have the time. I oh, think it should you'll probably have the be free time. Duck boats. Arizona. Duck I don't know. I think, I think you're going to open up some time in January, actually. Get the duck boats ready! All right. Thumbs down. Oh, excuse me. I should say, as we are now rebranding it, it is not sponsored. I doubt anyone will sponsor this. This is the Isaiah Wynn Memorial thumbs down list. Well, Isaiah Wynn, then. <laughs> Might oh as well. Uh, oh, he was what terrible. A, what a disappointment. Seems, he... like such a po- seems like a positive guy. Seems like a good dude. Came here. Everyone thought, oh, man, he's one of the best left tackles in SEC history. People said, oh, the arms are a little short. I'm not sure if he's got the size to play left tackle in the NFL. Gets hurt his first year. Was he considered one of the best left tackles in SEC history? He was. He was by who? Uh, by metrics, and he gave up oh, like zero you and your metrics. Didn't I he know. play guard at Georgia though? No, he played left no, tackle. He, but he people may have thought played he a little guard, shifted but he was into a guard tackle. in the NFL because of his size. Yes. I don't know where he's going to end up next year. It's not going to be here. I don't even know if he makes it the season because no, I, I think Marcus Cannon, when Cannon came in, the rushing attack improved. So did the stability of the line, less pressure on Bailey Zappi. Marcus Cannon gave up not one, but Two sacks on the day, one of which Isaiah got Brian Wynn. Hoyer. Excuse me, Isaiah Wynn gave Don't up not Marcus. one but two. I apologize. Take, uh, yeah, go ahead, dump that out, Nick. Thanks. Uh, <laughs> that that line stands redacted. Isaiah Wynn gave up two sacks on the day, one of which got Brian Hoyer knocked out of the game, and one of which was a whopper of a shot, which led to the strip sack yeah. that cost the Patriots point at the end of the half. Again, penalties, turnovers, uncharacteristic things. Oh, he had a penalty are- too. I think he had two, oh actually. Oh, my God, you're right. No, he had pen- ah. And then, thankfully, for a while, ah. he got benched for Marcus Cannon. I thought all along when Marcus Cannon was brought here, like, that was immediately the potential for, oh, 
oh, a guy that, that made his, his bones here as a, as a right mm-hmm. tackle. That's interesting. Mm. Let's see if he has something. And then when Bill made the comment, I think, two to three weeks ago now about, um, I guess it was after the Steelers game because he was like the black shirt player of the week, one of the players of the week on the practice squad. Yeah, and practice Bill was like, player, yeah. you know, he's doing it the right way. He's working up to speed. He's not trying to rush anything. So when he gets out there, he'll be good to go. And I was like, you say when? Cause, cause, there wasn't a lot of if in there, Bill. Because you got five starting offensive linemen. The the guy who actually starts at his old spot at right tackle is a um, former first-round pick, and you're paying him like $10-plus million this year to play there, even though he doesn't seem to like to play there. Uh, yeah, I firmly believe that, that I, I, I would not um, buy any green bananas if I were Isaiah Wynn. I think there is a shot he could be traded. This is pure speculation. I've heard nothing. But it just wouldn't stun me if they traded him before the trade. Oh, not up. in the least. That 2018 draft, by the way. Oof. It's not. <laughs> well, you mean for the Patriots? Yeah. Because Lamar Jackson's good. <laughs> and he went right after the Patriots. Sure did. <laughs> sure did. Oh, look who's back. You know what? Because he wants to talk about the pivotal play that I was frustrated by earlier. And he's on the South Shore. Danny and Quincy wants to talk second and five in overtime. I'll hear it out, Danny. Yeah, uh, well, I mean, when I left you yesterday, I, I, I said to you, Andy, that if Zappi, oh, I, well, I didn't think Zappi was going to play. Whoever played well behind Mac Jones, if he continues to play well, I said don't put it past Belichick to bench Mac Jones, okay? And if Zappi plays well next week and that continues, Mac Jones is seeing the pine. He's seeing the pine. He said more complimentary things about uh, Zappi. Uh, tonight, and he, he's done all uh, in two in two seasons with Mac Jones. That's not accurate. He praised Mac Jones a lot last year. Okay, he did. He did. He did. But okay. I don't know what happened. But anyways, I mean, the play was they had it set up perfectly. They get the three and out. They get the twenty yard run back in overtime. Mm-hmm. Yes, the forty nine yard line. They get five yards on first down. If you were ever going to let the kid throw, you let him throw on second and five. Yep. Second and five is when you let him throw. You don't put him in a situation where you pass it on third and five, where all, all right. the cards are on the table. That's where the game was. That's where it was lost. You Correct. had to win it in overtime. Rodgers was heating up. He was on fire. Um, and the only great punt uh, Bailey had all day, 59 yards earlier in the game, and um, the kid gets called for a horse caller. Was that a horse caller? No. Absolutely ter- no. It was one of a no, number of terrible calls on the night. He I had mean, the jersey. That, that killed him. Yep. That killed him. They were bad. I mean, that, I mean uh, that, that, was a, that was a crucial play. But the overtime, you've got to go for it there, man. Yep. You, 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 there's no way you're going to let And I mean, say what you want. It worked because they had the Packers backed up to the 10-yard line. Yep. They had to go down the field and win the game. So they did have him backed up on the 10-yard line, and the defense couldn't stop him. So I, I, but that second and five, that killed me. That killed, why would you go conservative on second and five and then put the kid in a position to throw the ball on third and five in that situation? Explain well, that one to me. I think they were overly It's a great question, confident. Danny. Great call. Thank you very much. I'm glad someone else out there who is as passionate about his Patriots as I am, as Andy is, as many are, feels the same way. Why put him in a position to have to make uh, such a high leverage throw in third and five when second and five is the time? Well, because you had confidence in your offensive line and your running game because they were getting yards. 
I mean, that's it. It's not a lack of but confidence. You're not dealing in with like else. as we watch Kansas City it's absolutely kick the crap out of Tampa Bay. Well, yeah. Twenty eight to Patrick ten now. Holmes, he's an MVP. You didn't have, but Kansas City's defense was gassed in that overtime when they just kept running Sony Michelle and then Rex Burkhead and Rex Burkhead, and of course you had Tom Brady at the time who was making all of those incredible third down throws. You could see they were gassed. Green Bay's defense wasn't as gassed as the Patriots' defense ultimately was. No, but they were running the ball on them relatively consistently. Yeah, they got f- five on and the first strength down. of the team. Yeah, exactly. You got five on first down. Your offensive line and your running back got you five on first down. So if you want to err on being overly confident, that there was an opportunity to do so. I would have thrown. I said it to you at the time. I would have thrown. I thought a boot there was the play because mm-hmm. I think you end the game. Mm. That's what I would have done. But they didn't. And then they kind of, because of that, you know, now you, you've changed the whole situation and you've lost that that opportunity. Six Rings postgame show tonight brought to you by Zudi. Build any app your company needs in a week. Visit Zudi, that's Z-U-D-Y, dot com for your free trial. All right, back to the thumbs down list. Andy Hart, who else made the list of infamy? So um, this is a general, the penalties. They had seven for 75 um, thumbs down to penalties? I mean, the, the penalties are the thumbs down. It's all of them. It's every effing guy that got a penalty. That includes Matt Patricia. Yep. That includes, you know, Isaiah Wynn. Mm-hmm. That includes Miles Bryant. That, uh, that, all of just y'all. Put Miles Bryant right beneath Isaiah Wynn. Yeah, Miles Bryant's Everywhere. had a tough start to the year. Yeah. And again, I think he's been put in positions that aren't his fault. Isaiah Wynn Where should he is be his playing, fault. Then? Well, first of all, he shouldn't be playing on a regular basis. Shouldn't be returning punts. Didn't do it since high school. His college coaches didn't say, wow, this guy's really athletic. Let's have him return punts. Hadn't done it. Not his fault. Isaiah Wynn, 100% his fault. You are a first-round offensive lineman. I don't care whether you want to play left tackle. You're sad because they put you at right tackle. You want to get into a little pissing match with with uh, Phil Perry when he asks you about it and you kind of turn into a dink every time anybody asks you about playing right tackle. You're supposed to be a starting caliber NFL offensive lineman. You are not. You are bad. And I don't know if you're not trying or whatever, but you're bad right now. Miles Bryant shouldn't be playing. I compare him to Matt Patricia. You can rip Matt Patricia all you want. He's an expert at defense. Blame Bill. He was put in a position to fail, just like I think Miles Bryant has been kind of put in a position to fail too many times. Um, and he wasn't very good. He gets picked on. When good quarterbacks see him, they pick on him. Josh yeah. Allen, Aaron Rodgers, mm-hmm. like they see matchups and they say, well, I know where I'm going. That Miles Bryant guy's on the field and I get a matchup I can win. So, But the, the penalties, when you're on the road in this situation, third string quarterback, throw everything out there, you can't have seven penalties for 75 yards. And yes, for example, the one on Brendan Schooler was not a horse collar. That was a terrible call. They got screwed on that. But I don't know if you can say they got screwed on all seven of them. In fact, they got away. They should have had an eighth, which would have been cross your hands over delay of game on the touchdown pass. Yeah, that was a bit of a gift right there from an officiating crew that was, let's say this, they're not going to submit a tape of tonight's officiating crew, Patriots Packers, to the league to use as a demonstration or like a teaching no. seminar like and here's how you officiate an NFL game even that clip coming back about that penalty when the the ref is explaining to the other guy like how we reset the play clock because it was really weird it went to zero and then actually reset to 40 you almost I don't know that I've ever seen that before in a situation like that and then they had them on camera and the other ref is like oh really that's what happened like they didn't seem like they had their ish together Mm-mm. in that game from start to finish, right up until, as I said earlier, the non-review of the Aaron Rodgers scramble out of a sack play where I think he was down, which should go to uh, replay review, which would have added whatever, nine yards or eight yards or something to the potential punt return, could have helped the Patriots there. 
uh, in a significant way. But too many penalties. Penalties have been a problem all year or most of the year. I think three and into of the last four year games. as well. Oh, definitely. Last year was one of the. I've said it. The worst turnovers and turnovers and penalties. The, so clean it up. Two of the hallmarks of the double dynastic run were not committing stupid penalties and and also having tidied up special teams, having buttoned up neat special teams, and no penalties and no turnovers. The one turnover today sadly comes at a time when you can leave. It's it's a mistake. You never used to have mistakes like that. People never used to get beaten that badly on the offensive line. It's a mistake that leads to a turnover and took points off the board. Points that could have come in pretty handy at the end of the you game think? where it goes where it goes tied Tie up game? into overtime. Interesting. Anyone else on the thumbs down list? Uh, nobody specific. No. No. I actually, I, I didn't think there were a lot of guys that stood out for the negative tonight. I, I That's how sort of uh, unified I thought the effort was. I thought they were all moving in the right direction. I mean, Nelson Aguilar had a drop. Am I going to put him down there for the one drop? No, probably no, not. He makes, it, he makes it on a week where he doesn't fumble. Oh, good. Are we celebrating the fact that Aguilar didn't fumble this week? Right. But so, he, did have a, he did have a bad drop. I know it was a low pass now, from Zappi, but it did hit him where you try to throw it in the chest. Another guy that would be on my list probably, but again, I don't know why he's out there, is Tavai. That fourth and two, fourth and two, I believe, early, where he jumps inside and then they just go wide on him for like 17 yards, just unacceptable. Like, be an athlete out there a little bit. Um, but I, again, don't really know why Tavai plays so much. He had a couple tackles late. He actually came, kind of swung back around, might have been in overtime, had a couple nice open field tackles. But Tavai plays more than I think he should. I don't really understand, Dan, why he plays so much. We will wrap up this edition of the Six Rings postgame show. Some final thoughts. We'll look around the rest of the NFL today. Maybe a quick teaser toward next Sunday, week five. Detroit Lions coming to town for the red throwback jersey game. Who will be under center? We'll give our prediction for who's going to be starting at quarterback next week and your thoughts as well. 617-779-7937. It's Fitzy and Hart here on the Six Rings postgame show on EEI. Now, back to the Six Rings postgame show on WEEI. Wrapping things up on the Six Rings postgame show following the Patriots' 27-24 defeat in Green Bay to the Packers. Patriots dropped to 1-3 on the season. And for the first time in a while, our cellar dwellers in the AFC East, Andy. But like Aaron Rodgers said in his postgamer, doesn't feel like a one and three team, but you are what your record says, Coach mm. Parcells. Mm. They are one and three, and they are in last place in the AFC East. Uh, a question I just got on the socials that I would like to share with you, Andy. Okay, this, share away. One. This is sharing. from AWASH013. At Fitzy, at Jumbo Hart, not sure if this has been asked, but do the Pats win that game with Mac Jones? Uh, I mean, I think it would be a totally different game. Like, I think the Packers would approach it differently if it's the starting quarterback on the other team and not the third stringer out there. I mean, just look at Aaron Rodgers. I mean, uh, the the third kid came in. Like, he's, he doesn't even know who came in right. for that game. I think his mentality, that whole approach is different if it's Mac Jones, an up-and-coming Pro Bowl uh, franchise quarterback. The so third guy comes in. I'm- I will say, in o- for example, in overtime, if you just teleported Mac Jones in that possession, yeah. maybe they treat that differently. Maybe there is a little more confidence in Mac Jones, the second down play we're talking about there. I think that could play out differently. But if he's there the whole game, I think the whole game plays out differently. I think the Packers are supposed to win that game, right? At home, 
Lambeau Field, Aaron Rodgers. Is it more the effort that the Patriots brought, or is it more the lack of effort or the lack of focus or the mistakes made by the Packers, or probably just a combination therein? Well, I didn't think Aaron Rodgers threw the ball well. No. Like, I thought I mean, he throws early, a beautiful pass, but he was missing a lot of open throws. If early. he hits a couple of those, right, it only takes two 80-yard touchdowns to change the whole complexion of a game, right? And he had guys behind the defense. He's lobbing it up, and it's like it's just, you know, four yards too long, three yards too long. It just wasn't quite there for them. Um, so I thought that was as big a part of it as anything else. Yeah, no, that's a that's a very fair point. Uh, so we're looking to next Sunday, 1 o'clock, Detroit Lions, also 1-3. and three. Yeah! Scrap, scrappy team with a lot oh, of resilience. Good. Did they have a moral victory today? Uh, no, they had a uh, rather disheartening defeat, if you will. Oh. A depressing defeat. They gave they up, had a shootout. They they did. Uh, no moral victories for shootouts? No, I don't think there's a lot of moral victories. Uh, a moral victory Monday when you give up 48 points at home to Geno Smith and the Seattle Seahawks. How many did they score? 45. Moral victory kind of stuff. <laughs> You score Show 45 a lot of fight. lose. Yeah, I don't know, though. I'm not, I don't think anyone, especially Coach Dan Campbell, is going to be too excited about the grit shown when you almost allow a team that is supposed to finish with the worst record in the NFL to hang a near 50-burger on you at home. Well, you can't write off Geno Smith. He won't write back. Mm, that's uh, right. Oh, did you really? Um, I did. But, no, they the, wrote back? unfortunately, the Lions and the Patriots are probably similar teams right now. In terms of, they fight. They got a coach that has them playing hard. You have some doubts about the quarterback position in both places because Jared Goff is still well. Jared Goff and your quarterback will be uh, anybody? Up Good question. In my ear. Can a producer tell me in my ear who the quarterback for the Patriots will be? Isn't that what you people it's do? It's going to. I guarantee you, you will not know until Sunday. My Mac love my, is alarming. Sorry, my prediction: Andy text. is one of the few objective media. Uh, but his Mac love is alarming. So I have Mac the love? On the text line at 3793. You do not have Mac love. I actually lack love for Mac. You are not a Mac love. I think he's kind of a dink and he's annoyed yes, me for two plus years. There's not a lot of Mac loving from years. you. No. You're not um, a Mac lover. I don't think he's terrible. I've said all along I think he's going to have a decade plus career in the National Football League because he has some ability. Mm-hmm. I don't know if he's a upper half franchise, top 12 starting quarterback. Uh, but getting more importantly, I don't think he'll be on the, the field next week. Are, are we in agreement on that? Yeah, did, I want to go. Did you watch what, the video your, of, uh, of him throwing? He did nothing. From, he stood there like a, I don't even and know. I don't even know why he was there. Stiff. What was the point? Was that PR, dog and gamesmanship, show. dog yes, and pony show? it's always something with them, and I don't understand it. I never will and never oh, have. Oh, the Wednesday presser from Belichick is going to be ridiculous because he is going he's going to be asked bill do you have any idea who's going to start sunday we'll see we're day by day he's yeah. going to say day by day with a smirk he's not again he's going to bring not back again day by day. not again but coach. so we have brian hoyer who mm-hmm. we don't know if he is in the protocol concussion well he had a head injury that is a euphemism for concussion so mm-hmm. he's in the protocol which means he has to clear protocol during the course of the week right. in order to even be eligible to get back out there so i think and the correct, protocol is going to be exceedingly much tougher than care, it's been care, more careful and yes. it's nobody's fault Excessively except careful. the guys in miami and that whole thing you're going to pay for their misdeeds mm-hmm. but if he is uncertain as of wednesday let's say mm-hmm. if he doesn't miraculously clear protocol protocol quickly which you and i both agree probably won't because it's going to be i think you know, no i think the dolphins don't they have to sign a quarterback effect. day by day don't they have to sign a quarterback oh my gosh can you imagine that Cam where's Cam Newton? i've heard you say hey! that a million times 
No, don't they need a quarterback who knows the system and is familiar with I'm, them? Yeah, Dolagala. That who is he? Where's he at? The big I think tall... he was in Green Bay. Was he? Well, Danny, he was Danny on the Etling. practice squad no, last Danny, year. No, Danny anyway. Etling is theirs now. He's a former Patriot. You could sign sure. Danny Etling off the Packers uh, practice squad. Well, you you'll have Jacoby Myers, so probably back next week. That'll help. Maybe. Maybe. And he's so healthy, we're going to make him a quarterback? Like, I just, I think that's a consideration. I think that's a topic that's going to have to be discussed early this week. Is, All right. Do the Patriots work out quarterbacks, and who can they sign? My prediction next week, Bailey Zappi starts, and the home fans go wild because they get to see their guy after they he took them on such a ride today under improbable circumstances. Speaking of which, it's time now for the Patriots Player of the Game. Patriots Player of the Game is brought to you by Cars for Kids, the easy way to donate your car, donate today, and your car can be picked up tomorrow. Go to Cars for Kids, that's Cars with a K, dot com, or one eight seven seven cars for kids Let's just say it on three, Andy. Ready? One, two, three. Bailey, Bailey Zappi. There you go. I'm is pretty- he just the second quarterback with the last name Z to start for the Patriots, joining some other jack wagon in this town oh wow <laughs> i'm just kidding patriots do the pay, pay, breaking news patriots only team ever to have two quarterbacks with the last name that began with z start games for him let's and run with dola gala is apparently in cincy okay oh is he oh, that's well, what the google tells me. so i'm telling you know who's available no way zappy and newton next week unreal no chance no way no how don't no, they sir. have to sign a quarterback potentially probably Andy, I'm proud of this team. I love the effort they put forth. They gamed it. They played hard. They played their asses you off. You see that thing up there? Yep. That's the Jets ahead of you. <laughs> see? Every you, time I just, just so try everybody to leave, knows, I Pitsy try fell to for get the momentum the going towards Moral Victory Monday. All right. Enjoy the rest of your evening. We go now in just moments to Westwood One's coverage of Chiefs and Tampa. Tomorrow, Bill Belichick on the Greg Hill Show on a Moral Victory Monday here on WEI. Thanks for listening. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.